0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Care Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alex, and today we are speaking with Solita um, and we are going to be focusing on International Women's Day. Now, if you've listened to the other podcasts, then you will know exactly the format that we're trying to go for. If you haven't listened to it, I don't know what you're doing. Go, go and listen to the first one first. <laughs> um, but we're doing the same thing. So we've got a second insert on this. We're not just focusing on International Women's Day for one day, we want it to be focused on for the whole month. So we've also got content that's coming out all over t and um, whether that be on Twitter or on LinkedIn, so we get engaged with that. But yeah, Celia shares a lot of information about her journey, um, uh, we speak about resilience, we speak about how it's important for someone to have empathy and a bunch of different um, information. I really don't want to spoil it for you. Um, so yeah, this is this episode. So. As I always say, grab a pen and a notepad and enjoy the Tea Care Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Tea Care Podcast. I am your host, Alex, and today I am joined by Salita. Hi, Salita. Hi, Alex. Good, thank you. Good, good, good. And the focus for today is International Women's Day. Um, But we're taking it on with a little bit of a twist here at Tea Care, because we don't want to just celebrate the day. We actually want to celebrate the month. So you'll see on our socials that we're doing various different posts about amazing women within the tech sector. Have a look at them, read and understand what they're doing. Um, maybe if you want to get in contact with us and, and learn a little bit more, maybe you're looking for a mentor, it could be a way for you to look for a mentor. So yeah, really do engage with the content that's coming out. Um, cause I guess if you're here with the podcast and um, you've probably already seen a couple of them, but yeah we've got Salita here today um she's going to be speaking to us about her journey within the tech sector a little bit about her background um some of her experiences the good and the bad and ultimately um giving you a flavour of what it is like to be in her shoes so First of all, Miss Salita, do you want to sort of give a introduction about yourself and what you do, and and maybe a fun fact? (laughs) I mean, whatever you're comfortable with.
1: (laughs) Oh no, Uh, yeah, lovely to meet you, Alex. So uh, my name's Salita. I am the Enablement Manager uh, for the Subsistence of Excellence, which is a business unit uh, within Computer Centre itself. Um, Love working here. I've been here for about three years now. Um, It's fabulous. The people are fabulous. Uh, I have been in the tech industry for well over ten years. Um, and yeah, it's probably I would say uh, my favourite place to be. Um, in terms of background, wow. I, uh, I, I sorry, I'm of Jamaican descent. Uh, so my grandparents were both born in Jamaica, and I, I'm the second generation. My mum was born here.
0: Okay, brilliant. Thank you for sharing that, um, Salita. So I guess less. Yeah. I wanted to sort of bring up just some information that I think is interesting um, and I did mention this on the previous podcast so this will sound a little bit like a repeat um, for some of our listeners but it's always good to get second views um, on particular statistics from different people so the statistic I wanted to share with you is that within the tech sector 90% um, of women make up the workforce and if we actually dig deeper into that we've got 3% for black and hispanic women and then we've got 5% for asian women as well um hearing those statistics what feelings does that bring up for you uh
1: honestly i'm not really surprised to hear those statistics um just dis- disappointing okay. i think uh yes but not surprised um i don't think mm. why why not surprised uh i think the tech industry has um always been quite male dominated Uh, I'm aware that I think it was and uh, someone shared this with me so I might be getting the facts wrong so forgive me if I am Uh, but I think it was the um, maybe the 50s or 60s and there was a really large push maybe even later actually um, given technology but I know there was a really large push actually for women to get into the industry um, and essentially work um, because it was all about kind of you know sitting at a desk and, and that kind of thing and women actually began to become really really prominent in the industry though they it was women that was actually going to university and studying technology and things like that and as the industry grew um and the industry became more popular um and men began to see and i'm saying men generally here i'm not pointing at anybody specifically but um, as men began Mm -hmm. to see the kind of money that could be made from this industry there was a much larger push to get men in and it was all about kind of advertisement for men, um, you know, men sort of sitting at a laptop, for example, or a computer. would have been a computer in those days. Um, and then, you know, uh, the woman might have been in the background kind of washing up dishes. And so the, the advertisement and drive was a lot much more towards wow. getting men into the industry. Um, And that's kind of how the slow drive kind of went towards um, it becoming more of a male dominated industry. And and men started picking up more um, education within it and started attending university. And there was just that slow shift. Um, And so I think that sort of happened across many industries in life. Um, So, no, it doesn't surprise me. Um, But I would like to think that that's changing now. Uh, I'm seeing many, many, many different women from all Across um, ethnicities um, joining the industry, and so I hope to see change soon. Wow!
0: And that's a, that's a great historic fact because that's not something that I, I'm privy to, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners aren't privy to that as well. So um, I'll, I'll definitely keep that in 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 my brain for a conversation around around. Yeah, I mean, I could have been <laughs> wrong something. with
1: a couple of things there, but I think that was the yeah. basic gist of the story. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I I guess you you mentioned around. Um, how it's it's changing a little bit um, for women at the moment. Do you feel like there's a large difference between those who are of a traditional white female versus any other sort of backgrounds? Do you think it's the same? What what's your I, I
1: think there is a disparity between um, you know a Caucasian background female who comes into the industry and those from ethnic minorities. Um, I think there probably is a disparity. I think you sort of mentioned the figures there, so that kind of speaks for itself. Um, the reasons for it and kind of how I feel about it, I think um, there's probably many many cultural influences as to why that's the case. I know with some cultures, mm. um, you know, women are probably pushed more towards, uh, you know, be it becoming a lawyer, getting into law, or, um, you know, becoming doctors or, or surgeons and that kind of area, you know, medicine, um, rather than IT, um, so I can see how culturally there there may that might be shifting now slightly, and where, where there's kind of, mm-hmm. there was a disparity for so long. But yeah, definitely I, I hope to see change, and I hope to see more more women from you know every background get more involved.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, I, and I agree with that point as well. And I think it's quite a good segue to talk about um, sort of your upbringing and your background because you mentioned there about being pushed in a certain direction to have a certain role or a certain career or be someone who stays within the home Um, and that could be quite generic um, for Caribbean culture in general. So how did you sort of get through that phase of maybe being pushed in a direction and then moving to the point of making that decision for yourself of this is what I want to do and then what did that support system look like from your family as well?
1: Alex? (laughs) Oh, <laughs> it's a big one. You might just come back to me with a couple of those. <laughs> no. Okay, so all right, let's go with the first one. So, in terms of um, my background and and stuff like that, and I think the drive to work and the the kind of um, the the reason why I have the and sometimes I use to spend people kind of more than less, but the passion reason why you know have the passion yeah. to to do the job. Um, is Essentially, it comes from my mum and it comes from my grandma. Um, my, my grandmother was definitely yeah. the matriarch of the family. And I know that kind of um, is similar for a lot of Caribbean families. You have that strong mm. matriarch and that was definitely my grand. She, was, um, she came over in the 50s. Uh, like I said, she uh, was a nurse. She trained to become a nurse. Um, and she did that right the way through to retirement. Um, and she used to work in an old people's home. So I saw her get up and go to work no matter what. Um, I don't think she retired until she was in her mid-70s. Um, and then she retired and went back mm. to Jamaica. So, um, you know, I'd go and have a sleepover. She'd be working weekends. She'd be working nights. Um, you know, my granddad would finish work. He worked on the uh, London Underground uh, on the railway, uh, railroads and things like that, railways. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, he used to, uh, to get up and go and pick her up from work and stuff like that. So I saw my gran work no matter the weather, no matter how she was feeling, no matter if she was sick that work ethic always stayed. Um, And with my mum, what I got from my mum was, um, she did any job, she did not care. She would do anything, Um, whether it was cleaning, whether it was a teacher, my mum has gone across industries um, with her various roles. Um, And for her, it was just, get up and make your own money essentially and what I saw from my mum was working really menial jobs and she went from that to becoming um, a senior member of staff within um, the council and I saw her do that over a sort of 15-20 year period and she did not stop Um, and I think from that alone gave me the understanding of what it is to kind of um, just keep striving just keep striving and so that was one of the big things for me in terms of work ethic and drive.
0: Wow. Yeah, because it seems like you had two really big mentors during your upbringing and, and seeing two females who are empowered to really work hard and, and, and provide. Yeah, I can I can understand why you're in the position that you're in now. Um, I guess shifting slightly, you would have had to make a decision on what you wanted to do, whether that was tech or beyond that. Um, was it university that that was your pathway or did you sort of okay so go sixth form or was it did you (laughs) skip that all together apprenticeships obviously there's yeah i'm
1: gonna say something really controversial right (laughs) that's really (laughs) controversial i went to uni and i wish i hadn't Yeah, okay. um, and I uh, yeah I'll explain why um so when I was it was it was a positive for a few reasons um you know obviously socially and the ability to be able to stick at something and you know not give up um you've taken the initiative you've got to live by yourself you've got to learn to, you know dress yourself all that kind of stuff feed yourself so from that angle it is brilliant um from where I studied which was travel and tourism to where I am now, which is tech, um, you know, or, you know, obviously it doesn't really marry up. But I actually started doing travel and tourism because I actually wanted to be in the tourism industry. I studied there mm-hmm. so that I could travel, essentially, and essentially live in another country and work. And that's why I did it. Um, I started working. I worked at Luton Airport. I've worked at Heathrow Airport. I've worked for Virgin Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I sort of accomplished that in terms of that side of things. Um, and then what actually happened was I was in HR administration and I got a phone call one day and someone said, um, we're looking for somebody to be a resource coordinator. And I said, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> and they said, don't worry, all you've got yeah. to do is just be able to speak to people and get on with people. And I thought, oh, yeah, I could do that. You know, definitely, you know, I'll go for the interview. I got this job. It was working for a company called Temnos. Um, fantastic. It was my first um, role within a kind of professional services industry. Um, being in an industry where um, tech moved so quickly um, everything was fast-paced and being in an environment where um, you know you kind of you're all working in one office you know big glass building and and that kind of environment that was my first taste of it um, and I absolutely loved it I didn't look back after that.
0: Wow wow and then what, what was what was the next step after that? um because obviously you're now at computers so. yeah
1: I had yeah I'm now at computers. Yeah. yeah it was um, a really weird journey um so I was with Temenos for a while but I was actually a contractor and I remember being there and my, my manager at the time of called finish finish mystery um I, I still speak to him to this day and uh, I did not want to lose this job I was pretty much willing to do anything to uh-huh. not lose this job but because I was a contractor and you know the you know, things were changing across the industry and um yeah we had we had to be let go unfortunately. Now Vinesh being the amazing manager that he was got me a job at a recruitment agency. Um and so I went back to I would basically bent back to resourcing at its very basics which is kind of you know um hiring, uh, you know, getting making phone calls, recruiting people and that kind of thing. And I did that for uh, just over a year. Loved it but I wanted to get back into resourcing. I wanted to get back into an IT focused business. Um, And so I applied for a role with uh, IBM. And I started working with IBM for a couple of months. Funny story. And they also sat me down after a couple of months and said, well, last in first out, (laughs) if you like, Um, because they were also making changes. And we two peed in with a smaller business. So IBM had acquired the small business. Um, and uh, yeah, I decided to go because I thought, you know, ma- maybe there'll be bigger things for me. Maybe now's the right time. And I, and I left. Um, and then I applied for a job for a small tech company called Adaptivist um, and uh, as a PMO, a project management office kind of role. Um, And I absolutely loved it. I stayed there for four years. They are amazing, amazing, amazing people. It was like working with family. It was a working from home environment. Um, I got to go in the office when I wanted to. Um, So, yeah, again, stayed in the IT industry until uh, two roles ago. Uh, So I went to PwC after four or five years. I thought I am going to be a resource manager. Um, And then I wanted to get back into a small business again. So I applied to, (laughs) yeah, work for a company called T-Multra. Uh, who again, amazing small company and compete center bought them. So here I am. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. Wow. That is amazing. And just pointing that out the part about PWC, it's it's not simple to obtain a role there as well, yeah. right? So the amount of people that I've spoken to within my peers, um, they really try and get the best of the best. I do commend you. Oh, them.
1: thank you very much. That's lovely. Thank, thank you. Oh, really.
0: I, think that, I think that's amazing. Um, and even the journey as well, just the ability to not have. Fear.
1: 100%. Because
0: I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people, it, the way you're saying it, it seems like you didn't have a lot of fear. It was more like, I'm just going to do this. And if it doesn't work out, then that's okay. I can shift and change. I've got yeah. my internal skills yeah. and my internal belief. That's what radiates from you when you share that story. Um, and like, I'm, I'm guessing that's something that was sort of coming from your childhood, right? And I guess my next question is more. What's the feedback that you've had from family on this? Have you ever had a conversation to say, this is what I've done, Uh, this is what I'm doing? yeah, This is the part you've contributed to my life to be this type of person? um,
1: I've definitely had that conversation with my mum. 100% I've, I've had that conversation with her. I haven't... I think I spoke with my gran briefly about it. My gran was always so positive. I would call her up in Jamaica and she'd say so everyone calls me Sila for short. my family called me this, she'd say, <laughs> yeah. I'm so proud of you, you know, she'd say, you're doing so well, um, you know, she'd say, she was just so, so proud, and that was definitely a driver for me, and I would do things and think, oh, you know, Granny's going to love this, I can't wait to tell her, you know, that kind of thing, and same thing with my mum, I don't really, I'll be honest, I don't really speak to my family that much about my work, Um we speak of exactly. passing, uh, you know, about certain, you how know, was work, that, that kind of thing. Um, I don't think any of them really know the full history. Um, and that's not necessarily mm. because I'm trying to hide it. Um, I think that's probably more because um, I don't know, we tend to keep things separate. I tend to keep work mm. away. But definitely my mum and my grandmother, 100%. And like you said, um, that belief system, if you don't have that self-belief, um it's so 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 hard to move forward with a lot of things
0: yeah. so yeah yeah it can be it definitely can be um i'm i'm wondering now you're at computer centre and you said you was at a previous small business that got acquired what what is it about computer centre at the moment that you feel they're doing well um and what do you feel like yeah, is yeah. a challenge in regards to um women in general, um, working at Computer Centre.
1: Okay, okay. So what are they doing well at the moment? They're doing a lot of things well in terms of um, inclusion. So inclusion is, uh, and its people are the forefront uh, when it comes to Computer Centre at the moment. They are not even at the moment. I think this is something that has been, a running theme for a good couple of years now and I think it's just been built on and built on and built on and built on um and I think this is about a development courses they've got growing together development courses aimed at, at women um they have a number of different initiatives um communities um that you can join um safe spaces where you can discuss certain subjects and things like that there's Discussions happening at the moment around a group for women um, who are going through menopause, and so there are there are lots wow. of inclusion and supportive uh, communities that are available, and learning opportunities. Like I said, there's a development course, one of many, um, that are available within wow. Computer Centre. Um, there's a lot of apprenticeship, uh, apprenticeship, sorry, mentorships that are available. Um, so wow. I'd really say for women in Computer Centre right now, the world is your oyster. I think there's there's nothing mm. to kind of hold you back. I think, of course, you're always going to come across um, maybe people or personalities who aren't quite ready for the change or not quite used to change just yet. And I don't think that is secular to Computer Centre. I think that's secular. I think that's the industry as a whole. Uh, You know, I think it doesn't matter where you go. You kind of have those personalities and experiences. Um, But the main theme right now at Computer Centre, and I think will be for a while moving forward, is about driving change. And so I think Um, it's becoming more and more and more of a safe space for women.
0: Okay. No, that's good. That's really good to hear. I do hear great things about computers. And then I think you had an event during, like, history month that I was lucky enough to get invited to. Oh, no, Alex,
1: you missed Um, out,
0: man. Yeah, I know. I I think it was, I was double booked with something else. But uh, who did you get to speak? I'm trying
1: to remember. So we had, uh, so Tavon Lewis was the host. Um, of that well, event, Yes, and uh, yeah. he has some amazing guests and um, he basically, we had uh, Selena Boyd. So Selena Boyd is the creator of Coco magazine, which is the first black owned wow. magazine uh, to be published in the UK. And I believe it's it's going global. I think she's actually having conversations in America and that kind of thing at the wow. moment. Wow. If you go to Sainsbury's, you can yeah. get her magazine at the moment. Um, but she's featured many, many different artists, Michael B. Jordan, um i know she's got a relationship with at the moment um jada pinkett um i've seen her interact oh with jada pinkett so there's she's doing loads so it was amazing having her there um, and she was uh discussing her experience um and sort of the journey that she's had taken her from you know where she was previously to this point where she is at now um, and that journey was amazing to hear amazing
0: yeah Wow, yeah, I definitely did miss out. I can't remember what I was doing. Whatever if you
1: can't remember, remember it, Alex, was... you know, I just pff, what, what can we say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there
0: was so much going on. everything was happening in a week. one one of the T care um, founders, Lumin, also had an event. Well. Oh, they were okay. doing like mini um, we'll do something again this had... year,
1: Alex. You'll you'll be invited to that.
0: Yeah. I'll I'll hold you to that as well <laughs> to make sure I get that front seat as well. I, I know I know Colin sometimes is he's a bit up and down when it comes to, to, to sending me oh, a really? we I we're <laughs> yeah
1: Colin, sorry, we're chucking you to the side now.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Um I guess now I'm just thinking about the type of listeners that we have and there'll be a lot of um young females who are Maybe checked into this, or maybe just at the start of their career, um, and just trying to find their feet and find the best way for them to be a success. What would be the sort of key? Well, what would be a couple key attributes, and and what do you think is the best piece of advice you may be able to share with them? Uh,
1: so, a couple of things. Um, one of them is mentorship, if possible. Um, if you can find a sponsor or a mentor um who can really support you and again this doesn't have to be a woman um it's just somebody who you're compatible with um someone who understands you um but you know if it is a woman fantastic And um, but if you can get a, a mentor um or a sponsor who can really um believe in you guide you um you know support your your vision for where you want to be do it um that's what i always kind of say um the other thing I would say is, and I, I mentioned this to you before, but self belief, self belief is, mm. is is a is a real motivator, um, but it's an inhibitor if you don't have it, um, and you you've got to be able to kind of say to yourself, this is what I want to do, where I want to be, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get there. Um, so you know, if you if you're lacking in that or you're struggling with that, work on it because it will take you places.
0: Mm. Do Do you think? Um lack of self belief is something that is pertinent with a lot of women within the tech industry do you think do you think that may be the case or do you think it's
1: i mean i don't think it's, it's just i don't term. think it's just the tech industry i think it, i think women in general not all women uh some women in general um struggle with self belief i think in the tech industry what you tend to find is um uh sometimes the skill sets that are required to do the various roles kind of mean that self-belief kind of tuck in with it because you've got to have um Mm -hmm. you know the ability to some people it's coding some people it's development you know some people it's being a program manager um you know and so um they'll have had years of experience already um you know skilled experience that gives them confidence in their role and so with confidence comes self-belief because you know you can do the job when you're starting Mm -hmm. out however that's different completely you know can I do the job um, you know, imposter syndrome and, and feeling like you're not good enough um and you're competing against others, other peers, am I gonna make it? Um and that's the part mm. where I think self belief is really important. Um it's easier to come by the further you know you spend in the industry. But I think when you first start out, um, you know, believe you're gonna get there, believe you're you're you believe in mm. your journey.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and what how how did you feel like that was something you had to work on and if so like what <laughs> What way did you, yeah.
1: did you do that? <laughs> I definitely had to work on it. I got knocked down. Um I was in I've been in environments um where I felt excluded and not included. Um I felt, you know, mm. left out. I, you know, made mistakes and thought they are definitely firing me today. You know, I definitely had all those wow. experiences because that's the part of growing up, right? That's the journey, you know, we all make mistakes. Um sure. but yeah, no, definitely I think um God, yeah. It takes takes a while to get there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, it seems like the the umbrella term that I've taken, not just from what you've said, but just some of the other podcasts that we've heard is having that level of resilience with things because it is going to be difficult and, and really building and working on having that to a high level. And whether you're, whoever you are in whatever you're doing, right, you're going to have setbacks and it's really about how you deal with those setbacks, um, I think it's um, I think it's really important. Uh, why well, I wanted to point that out, and I guess I kind of want feedback on you on the, the point yeah. of resilience and the importance of absolutely.
1: Resilience. I mean, I, I've had roles where I've walked out and I've thought I'm I'm never going to be good enough. You know, this is this has been such wow. a bad experience that actually I'm not sure I want to work anymore. You yeah. know, I've had all of those experiences. Wow. Um, resilience comes with experience you know, the the ability to have, to be able to look back and to be able to um, look back in hindsight. Hindsight is a powerful thing. You know, mm. when you have hindsight, that's where you gain your experience and that's where you gain your resilience. You say, based off of that experience, I'm never going to do such and such again. You know, next mm. time I'm in this situation, I know how I'm going to handle it. And that's how you start building the, the bricks. You put the bricks together for the wall. You know, you build that wall up and you say to yourself, like, right, this is my shield now. You know, when I'm around the people I love, I don't need that shield, but I have the resilience now Mm. to use that when I'm in the workplace or when I'm doing a certain project or if I'm studying on a course or, you know, so resilience is learnt. You know, I I think it's very difficult. You shouldn't expect anybody to just have it, you know, but learn, Mm. you know, learn, learn and understand how to, that's where your growth comes from.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, we're running out yeah. of time, so I've got one last question that I wanted to ask, um, which I kind of, I'm kind of kind of gutted that I didn't ask earlier. What What would you identify as your superpower? Ah,
1: <laughs> my superpower. Um, okay, I wish we had a bit more time yeah. because I feel like this is going to take me a little while. My superpower. <laughs> Do you know what? Actually, my superpower is em- my empathy. I'm a very empathetic person. Um, and okay. I think in the roles that I've had, um, you, and, you know, when you're a resource manager, when you're working with people on a day-to-day basis, it is absolutely imperative that you're able to empathize and understand. Yes, you need to understand the, the company bigger picture. What is the business goals? You know, you've got objectives. Mm-hmm. You have to meet them. You've got, you know, KPIs and SLAs and all those kind of things. But um, what is right for the people? What is what, what's right for the people that you're working with? And empathy has served mm-hmm. me extremely well. Um, it's a sixth sense that I have, um, and it means that I'm able sometimes to gauge the temperature in the room um, with individuals, mm. uh, which is, like I said, completely vital in, in the role that I've had. So, empathy—I'll go with that. Empathy.
0: Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. Empathy is not one that I'm going to be honest. I expected. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I thought, I, I wasn't sure because I always think when people say empathy or use or use empathy, and I'm not saying this is for you at all, but I feel like people kind of say it and don't really completely understand what
1: it means to be empathetic.
0: What it means to be empathetic because um, I I know for me that it's something that I've, I, I've had to work on over time because I'm very like hardline, straight
1: down the middle, straight
0: down the middle, and to be honest like my mum. <laughs> <laughs> She's very hard thing, with things, and she just yeah, which is not it's not a bad thing, right? But I've coming into the working world, I've understood, you know what, not everyone is going to respond in the yes. right way to me just being like yes. that. You need to be able to be this spectrum yes. of different hues in terms of how you approach situations. So I've had to become more empathetic, which is nice. I think it's made me a better person, my. You're
1: great person,
0: Alex. I <laughs> think <laughs> you've done great. So, so no, I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I guess it's a bit of a pain. But unfortunately, that's all we've got time for um, for today. So, Salita, thank you very much um, for jumping on the podcast. Um, really great insights. That last bit that you said about um, experience creates that resilience. I thought was it was perfect way to to sort of sort of end on. Um, but I guess, any lasting comments for you that you wanted to share or say?
1: No, no, no. This has been just that it's been a fabulous experience. I've really enjoyed meeting you. Um, I uh, hope that um, even if this podcast supports and helps one person um, and gives someone a bit of inspiration, then I feel like I've kind of done the job, so to speak. So uh, yeah, no, thank you very much. It's been great. I've really enjoyed it.
0: No, good, good, you've been great. And and yeah, thank you for your time. Um, and, and to our listeners, thank you um, for tuning in today and listening. I've taken quite a lot from this conversation, so I definitely know you've taken a lot from this conversation as well. If you wanna to listen to any of our other podcasts, we are available on Spotify um, and also on YouTube. If you want to see a full list of the episode, you can also go onto our website as well. Um, and you can go back and see me looking slightly younger than what I do now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, like I said, thank you again um, for joining us. And yeah, look forward to having you join us on the next one. So thank you very much. This has been the TK Podcast. Take care. And yeah, enjoy the rest of your day or enjoy your evening. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to hearing your thoughts. So please continue the dialogue on socials. To stay updated on when we release the next episode, follow us on LinkedIn and on Twitter at TC4RE. And don't forget to check our website at www.tcare.org for more information and content on today's topics.